evening, glory, hallelujah to you. What the heck's your story? What's going through you? Can you believe that this is season seven of the glorified version of a Bassin talk show? Welcome to Stray Cast. Yes, yes, I'm your host, Pat Renwick. Hello, welcome, Bass Galaxy. Happy New Year, we're back. We are back. Season seven, I can't believe it. Proper Bassin talk. For the people, by the people. Give it up for the people of the Bass Galaxy. For you. Thank you so much. And thank you, uh, Bass. All you Basses. All you Bass swimming around everywhere. Thank you for the amazing opportunities of life. Hey, um, I, I can't believe it's, uh, it's season seven. Uh, with, uh, with that being said, we're bringing in one of our, uh, our, our buds. To start the thing off, to kick it off in the opener, uh, Corey Johnston. Yes, Corey's coming aboard tonight. He was going to ride in on a dragon. I wanted to ride in on a dragon for season seven. But Corey's going to be here via the Zoomer uh, tonight. Plus, get this, um, iconic surprise guest. You're not going to believe who's coming on the show. A clap for him already, even though you don't know who they are. That's right. They're coming on at the end of the show. You're not going to believe this. Insane. Insane cameos. Uh, also, get this. The power pole uh, giveaway. The, the uh, extravaganza snoochie boochie pack fun pouch giveaway so it's uh 50 bucks uh worth of or, or that's that's not put it could be way more than that we don't even know uh kurt hill at power is very generous and he is giving one lucky viewer in the bass galaxy the opportunity to win the uh power pull uh swag bag pack it consists of a bunch of cool power pull swag and all you have to do is like and share this live live facebook feed boom like and share the live facebook feed you got a chance to win Power pole swag sack. How's that, Ginge? Speaking of Ginge, <laughs> speaking of Ginge, back for, uh, for another year, producing via remote studio, Habartske, Indiana. Yeah. And over in Habartske. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Andrew Ellenberger. He's the ginger ninja. Give it up for that guy. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm okay. They're happy to, they're happy to, uh, to hear from you, bud. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like you're in a, on a, um, in a galaxy far, I, far away. I am, unfortunately. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, uh, next week uh, we, got a, we got a big show, and hopefully you'll we'll be back in the studio with, uh, with the one and only uh, Mark Zona coming yeah, aboard next week. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, pretty excited about the Z-Train making his annual stop over in Straycastville on SCTV. Also, Ginge, uh, on the 26th, uh, great job, by the way, Andy, to you and the um, and the viewers who have been our viewer guest hosts. Give it up for the viewer yeah. guest hosts this year. So, or last year. Last year. Last year. This is this year. This was then. This is now. Today's tomorrow. Tomorrow's today. But, yeah, so the next one is the 26th with uh, JR from Alabama. He don't even know it, and we just let him know right now. Jan uh -huh. 26, give it up you? for JR. JR Ewing. Jackie. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah, that should be very, that should be very fun. Uh, Ginge, the other day you and I had a uh, chance to get a little uh, Ebu Garcia 
Xenon casting reel sneak peek. Yeah. Yikes. Wow. Yikes. That's all I can say is wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, I can't wait for that. So keep your eyes open. Um, should be uh, hopefully a BMC talk about maybe. I, I hope the so. The new uh, Xenon casting reels. You saw the spinning reel? Yeah. Wait till you see the uh, Bass Galaxy saw it. It's out. It's out there. Get it. Uh, it's two feathers, basically. Uh, the new Xenon casting. Amazing. Um, guess what? Uh, back this year, in 22, it's time for the Tin Cup Whiskey Word of the Week. But not only, it's, it's different this year. It's kind of a different thing. It's not only the Tin Cup Whiskey Word of the Week. We have the oh. one and only. Hold on. Oh, we're, oh, we're getting them together. He's, he's, he's got to turn it on. Has he got Veronica Vaughn? There he goes. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the one and only via remote... Oh my goodness. It's the Whiskey Gypsy himself. And a special guest. Hey there. Hi. Welcome to the Stray Cast Show. You are living life, Foley. You live a cool life. I am living the life. Yes, and you are the Whiskey Gypsy. Who's your friend? This is Courtney. Hi. Hi, Courtney. I'm Pat. Oh, shit. What's going on? You drink whiskey too. Yeah. yeah I'm going to call you Veronica Vaughn. From now on, Courtney. Veronica, what? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> That's from Tommy Boy. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but but anyway, Courtney, welcome to the Straight Cash Show, and uh, I'm glad you're hanging out with the uh, Whiskey Gypsy. And any friend of the Whiskey Gypsy is a friend of mine. Did you know his name was the Whiskey Gypsy? Didn't know that. But, she actually didn't know that, Pat. Yeah. She just started dating recently. I so call him. I call, our, our, pet, our pet name for him. Telling her my name. <laughs> our, the story, though. Courtney, our pet name for him is Gyps. The, the, uh, the, uh, the fishing team calls him Gyps. You know, that's the whiskey okay. gypsy. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. He's around selling whiskey. Yes. That's why they he's, he's, uh, he, Did you know that he sold all the whiskey in Texas at last year's Bassmaster Classic? Luke Foley did that's right. It's all about whiskey and text. Yeah, I'm, yes, Foley, I'm, bu- I'm building your resume for Courtney here. No, don't worry. I'm high, and it seems like you're doing fine on your own, but we're helping you out here in the Bass Galaxy. But Courtney, I need let, all the help I can get. Ah, come on, you're doing well, and I'll tell you what else is doing well. The uh, Tin Cup Whiskey Team uh, and the entire uh, Tin Cup Bassin Whiskey Campaign. Give it up for Luke Foley, and he's returned in, uh, in 22 to Stray Cast. Thank you for that. And also, Luke Foley, you will be here every week giving the Tin Cup Whiskey Word of the Week. And uh, uh, Courtney... This could be a new segment. Yeah, yeah, it's usually not going to be this long, but only because Courtney's here. And in fact, we might bump you completely and keep Courtney on as the uh, Tin Cup Whiskey Word word of the Week girl. I think that would be more appropriate, basically. But so I think she's going to be fine with that, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> so, Courtney and, fir- and first-time viewers, if you're just tuning in, um, we do the uh, Tin Cup Whiskey Word of the Week. And every time we say a word, uh, you take a little sip of the Tin Cup Whiskey or any beverage of your choice. We ask you to sip responsibly. And, uh, Luke Foley, what is the first word ever or the first word of the uh, 22 season seven stray cast uh, deal. First uh, 10 cup whiskey word of the week. What is it? It's going to be bud. Oh my goodness. Like fish and buds. Bud. <laughs> we all say bud like, what's up, bud? Or that's a good one, bud. And especially yeah. Corey. And I say it all the time, bud. You know what I mean? Like Corey is my bud. Corey so. is your bud. Yeah, Look absolutely. 
<laughs> and uh, I mean, and wow! I, so everybody's gonna have a good time. You can drink whatever you, you choose. Uh, you could uh, have a nice cold Coca Cola. You could have a tin cup whiskey. You could have a sip of Aquafina. Whatever you may choose, but please dr- drink responsibly. And uh, thank you, tin cup whiskey. Hey, Foles, did you hear we're uh, we're giving away a uh, a uh, power pole swag bag tonight? Some power pole. I did not know we were doing that. Yeah, not you, but power pole is straight. Yeah, you can. You Courtney can enter, but you can't. So Courtney can win. Yeah, yeah, because because they have women's uh, they have women's swag as well. Yeah, yeah. For uh, Kurt Hill. I don't know if I should tell the whole fishing world this. Her only flaw thus far. Uh oh. She's a pleasure boat. Oh, she's got a dual council bass boat. You're saying? I see. Yeah. But you're not helping the situation. Yeah, I I see. (laughs) She's a pleasure boater. Also, she, in other words, she inherited a dual council bass boat somehow from something that happened before. I don't know. That's a story we just made up here on Straight Cast. But, Courtney, you're welcome back anytime. And I want to remind the Bass Galaxy, like and share the live Facebook feed, your opportunity to win a uh, a swag bag from PowerPole. Yeah, so here's what we got to do. Courtney, can you help me with this? This is what we do uh, all the time on Straight Cast before we go to a break. We just say, uh, put the power poles uh, down. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right back. Can you do that for me? Yes, we are a debtor, but yeah. No, no, you, say, you have to say, put the power poles down. We'll be okay. right back. That's all I have to do? That's what you have to do. We'll be right back. That was beautiful with Corey Johnson. That's the Whiskey Gypsy. And Courtney, she she nailed it. Love you more. Peace. Put him down. Don't go anywhere. Pat Renwick. Corey Johnson. Coming at you. Nobody wants to run out of power when they're on the water. There is a better way. Introducing the Charge Marine Power Management Station from PowerPole that does the work of three devices, a traditional battery charger, a charge on the run, and an emergency start system. PowerPole Charge. This is the mountain, and this is mountain whiskey. Unspoiled, untamed, forever wild. There's no safety net, no way down. Up here, it's just man and the mountain and his tin cup. Tin cup whiskey. Mountain whiskey. TH Marine HydroWave H2 KVD Edition is a surefire way to ignite a feeding frenzy. The HydroWave utilizes a sound emitting technology that imitates bait fish and other feeding fish below the surface that preys on the competitive nature of bass and other game fish to get you more bites. The HydroWave is another way that TH Marine has you covered from transom to trolling motor. Step up your game. It has been said that professionals are only as good as the tools they work with. And Alpha Angler has developed the ultimate set of tools for you, the competitive angler. 
Alpha Angler Custom Rods, brought to fruition by the passion of Master Craftsman Jake Boomer and 2017 BASS Angler of the Year Brandon Palinick. Alpha Angler Rods are custom made in the USA, designed and engineered to be perfect. Alpha Angler utilizes a very unconventional approach to making the very best bass rods, from drop shotting to flipping. Alpha Angler's focus is on building perfectly balanced tournament grade bass rods at an affordable price. Join the Alpha Lusion today and purchase direct at alphaangler.com. Step up your game, alphaangler.com. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. I want to remind you, this is the glorified version of a Bassett talk show. This is season seven, and I'm your host, Pat Renwick. We're excited now more than ever to bring you to kick off this Season 7, the one and only Bassmaster Elite Series Pro, Corey Johnson, from the hot tub. From the hot tub, bud. Right. Absolutely. Wow, look at you. Yeah, I'm just relaxing, man. I got a sore back and uh, got the Leafs game on background and just uh, having a time here by myself. <laughs> where's the family uh little guys are in bed and uh wife's she's not feeling 100 percent, so uh she's and relaxing there you go okay and you're and you're over in a hot tub time machine making things happen oh. yeah <laughs> well thanks for joining us core no worries anytime <laughs> thanks for dude well i mean we've had john the show plenty of times but it's always been like clowning around you know what i mean uh-oh there he is. But it's always been kind of like clowning around, you know, Cor? So we're going we're gonna to do a Corey Johnston feature tonight. All right? like it. I like it. Let's do it. Yeah, a little history of Corey. I mean, like, first off, I think most people know, um, you know, your FLW career. Uh, of course, backtrack. You, 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 you won a bunch of stuff in Canada, everything around the house. You did really good there. Uh, your Opens champion. Oh, give it up for on the Open. We never congratula congratulated you uh, formally on straight cast. Congratulations on that victory, bud. Thank you. Yeah, we were happy for you that time. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, I mean, so your, your prowess as a pro basser is known, but we're, we're going to dig a little deeper. Okay. Uh -oh. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna dig a little deeper, and we gotta we gotta. I hate to use the word special, but we got a special segment at the end. I'm sure, I'm sure you do. <laughs> this isn't all chirping tonight. This is a hundred percent serious show. Okay. No doubt. Until now. Okay. So this is the segment. Whatever. Of course, any good uh, bass fishing talk show host. Um, they, they, uh, research their guests, right. And, and we, uh, and what's better to research than Google. So, uh -oh. yeah. So yeah, exactly. This is a little, um, we're going to start this show off with, uh, I Googled, uh, Corey Johnson and this is what happened. And, uh, oh yeah. I like the Google music, Andy. That's good. I wish I could see, can't see you. You, uh, you can't see me. No, I can't see you. Why? G Ginge, how oh. can he see uh -oh. me? Oh, now I can see you now. There we go. Hey. Not, I want to see you, but <laughs> believe me, you don't want it. But it's better. It's better yeah, this yeah. way. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, 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 I like what I'm wearing better than what you're wearing. I don't know. I have more fun. <laughs> hey, but uh, yeah, man. I mean, uh, let's uh, 
tell you what happened when we Googled Corey Johnson. So the first, this is not in order. I'm just going to tell you what happened, and you go ahead and you can answer these questions, too, or you don't have to if they're too dumb, okay? I'm giving you that option, all right? So um, one of the questions that came up, is Corey from Australia? Is Corey? <laughs> you're, you're not. That's Carl. That's Carl. Yeah, so they mistake you with Carl for some reason. I think it's the C. Must be. Yeah, so you're not from Australia. We know that. You're Canadian. So right. Another question was how many professional uh, Canadian professional bass fishermen are there? Um, three, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That's the answer that came to my head. So yeah. that was another. This is all under Corey Johnson Google. So not bad so yeah. far, right? And it's no, so nothing far, bad. So nothing about like arrest records and, and all that stuff. Well, yeah, we're not, <laughs> we're not talking about any of that. Um, this one is how much is Corey Johnston worth? That was a your net worth. What was it? It doesn't say. I didn't. I'm just tell. I didn't click on all these. I just. I'm. I'm going well, down the list. Do you want to answer it? I don't. Not enough. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Everybody counts bass fishermen's money all the time. Don't you know that? That's how. Yeah. I mean, well, that's like everybody thinks bass fishermen are rich. Usually has a negative in front of it. <laughs> they don't consider the the uh, yeah the uh, in the red factor. Right. Well, that's where they make a million bucks fishing to start with two. Um, and then the ne- another question that came up right after that one actually was, how much money did Jacob Wheeler make in 2021? That was in with you. More than me. More than me. Yeah, more and more than you. Um, who's older, Chris or Corey? Corey. Corey. You're older. And uh, how old is Gussie? That was the one of the questions. <laughs> Thank you. Two years on me, I think he's 38. Yeah, well, that those were the things in the Google Corey Johnson. So not like all crazy or nothing. So you that came that came out pretty good. That's a lot lighter than I thought you were gonna pile on me. No, yeah, I'm I told you this is a pretty this we're keeping this things respectable for a while. In, so, all right. Yeah. As we go. I mean, I, I mean, I ain't scared to dig deep. I mean Oh no, I know, I know you're not. I know you're not. And honestly, Kate, your your search <laughs> you ain't scared of nothing. Wow. You're, you're Saturday Night Corey, for crying out loud. my wife sometimes. <laughs> you have to be. Yeah. You have to be. Hey, but let's go over a little bit of your of your, your record, okay? Yeah. So um, or, or, or let's, let's, let's backtrack. So you kind of did the, the FLW thing um, for a couple years, and then you, 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 you stopped for a few years and then came back, what, in 16 or something? Man, I don't know. I don't remember. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I ever, uh, I ever shut her down can, completely. I think I just did a tournament here, a tournament there. Back then, I had, I had a pretty good job working at uh, Hydro One, and um, that's kind of why Chris started a little bit before I did on the U.S. side of things. Um, I was making really good money, and uh, one day I. Uh, leave of absence and they they said yeah no problem just for like three or four weeks and uh and then i get a letter on like the third week and it said you've been terminated and me and the old man kind of looked at each other laughed and said all right 
Oh, going fishing. Going fishing, <laughs> bud. <laughs> Were you kind of like maybe at that time you're out there grinding away in the in the workforce and, and your brother's out there living the life of a bass and rock star? Were you kind of like, were you a little jealous? Were you a little jelly at first? 100%. I mean, like, you know, I'm calling him. Like, you catching him? You on him? What's going on? And, um, and that was probably the first tournament we the u.s was what chris did was the uh the thousand islands it was an flw costa and that's the first time we'd ever been on that body of water and uh he was like i don't know 18 19 17 i don't know how old he was but he was young and uh he he almost won it he finished second so uh right after that he, he went to the next tournament and i think he actually won angler of the year that year on his first year of the uh postas and uh Right after that, I was like, "Okay, I'm coming." Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, you and uh, and and in no disrespect, you. A lot of times, anglers or let's say professional bass anglers are judged by how good they are by the number of under fifties and over fifties. You know what I mean? Not just top tens, but but maybe like you know your. How many? Let's if if you're looking at bad finishes, they're over fifty. You see what I'm saying, Corey? Yep, I hear you. And you had quite a few of those in FLW. No disrespect, but here's yep. the thing: you you came to Bass, and you, you that didn't happen. You kind of came to Bass to kick ass. It seemed. Yeah, you know, and I think in FLW, I just I fished a lot more. Um, I'm not even sure what the word would be, but tighter. Um, and, uh, you know, that wasn't working and I'd have a few good finishes here and there. And, uh, I just kind of learned from my mistakes and, um, you know, and now it's, it's pretty consistent. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, this is pretty cool. We probe Ronnie Moore all the time for, for stats. You know that, right? He likes Ronnie likes to be probed. So we, yep. we, we probe <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, you've only had four over fifties in bass. Do you know, or do you know that? No, I didn't know that. Do you, so you don't even know what they are? No. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you. No, I know one's, uh, one was, um, I think, I could be wrong, but it was uh, Tennessee River last year when we were out of Knoxville. No, no. Around 50th. I was, could have been 40-something. Yeah, 49, 48th you were there. Oh, well. No, so, so it's still um, not an over 50. It did, so Sabine River. Chick, okay. Fork, and Nufala. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Those were your doggers in the elites. Yeah. But but uh but but get this, man. Out of 35 BASS derbs, you've been in the money 33 times, bud. Like this I That's a derber. You're a derber. Yeah, that's good. I mean, um, yeah, I've never really never really looked at those stats so it's kind of cool yeah i mean we i'm gonna be honest with you like i know the talk show hosts are supposed to be like stay like like unbiased or whatever but it's tough because a lot of you guys are my buds you know so i'm gonna be honest with you i want to see you win a blue trophy i really want to see you and matt robertson win a blue trophy yeah i I mean i'd love to uh obviously i'd love to win when i've been so close so and uh you know, I've last year. I mean, I feel like I should have had two of them, 
one on St. Lawrence and one on Pickwick. Um, but it is what it is, man. That's what keeps keeps all of us coming back for more. And uh, you dig a little deeper the next year. I was looking at some some uh, footage that we pulled for promotions, and it was from the Pickwick event. And I and I hear us knuckleheads yelling at you in the background. It was outstanding. <laughs> what a derb that was, man! But um, dude, uh, fourteen top tens. Okay, uh, n- not not too bad. Now, uh, Chris, Chris, Chris does. You guys share stuff, so I mean, you guys are kind of like. Uh, in, in a team thing, and Chris has 12 top 10s, so together you guys are doing doing pretty good there. And, of course, he's got the, the W that you're, you're working for, that you're working he does. for. Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah. Now, get this. This is the cool part. I thought this was amazing. All right? So, so okay. far, you have won in your BASS career, for, and this is just in a, in a few short years, okay? Okay. 464 thousand seven hundred and ninety bucks nice okay not bad not bad and you've caught look get this it gets better this gets better this gets better you've caught 1622 pounds of fish core that's a lot about that that's a lot all right now that comes to 286 bucks a pound all right right skip ahead your brother he won that derb, so he's got a few more bucks in the bank, really your money, but he's 312 bucks a pound. Oh, he's beating me. He's beating you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but get this. Get this. If you think of it this way, each fish that you guys catch is almost 600 bucks a, bo- a pound. 598 bucks a pound is a team. Like a 12 pounder is what's that? Yep. That's like. Oh, do I ignore it? Did you drop your phone in the tub? Oh, I got Livesey calling me here. <laughs> it's Lee. He knows you're in the hot tub. He heard there's a hot tub party. <laughs> Twenty four hundred bucks for a four pounder each time you and Chris catch one. I like that. That's a good stat. A good stat. Yeah. So now that might not help your anger level though. Every time no. you lose a four pounder. No. <laughs> Little uh. hey, hey, hold on, hold on, was hey, Ginge, why does Corey keep cutting out? Can you hear me on the remote, Ginge? Why does it seems like he keeps cutting out? What can we do about that? It's say it again, bud. Oh, it's because you're getting farther. You you have to keep your your head perfectly still the rest of the okay. interview. All right, can't move <laughs> like a robot. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, impressive stats. Impressive stats. That's what she said. Yeah. Good job, bud. Now, Thank you. Now, um, I mean, 22 is uh, I want to backtrack. I want to backtrack. I want to yeah. talk about little Corey. Okay. I oh. want to talk. I want to go way back. I, you know, like little Corey, the, the little kid, the inner child Corey. Got it. So. Let me give you let me give you an American's perception of Canada. A little <laughs> a little American kid's perception of Canada. A little American kid that fishes perception of Canada, let's say. Okay. It's like Canada's the best, fishing's everywhere, the fish are dumb, you just catch them, catch them, catch them, catch them. And is that is that kind of a thing? Like did you grow up in that type of environment? Uh no. 
in saying that, like the bass are definitely not as smart as some of the ones we fish down south. But uh, if you go up to Gussie's neck of the woods, that's when they are totally stupid, and you can catch them every cast. And um, you know, the they just don't get the pressure that they get here. Here, where I live, we're somewhat close to Toronto. It's about an hour drive, hour and a half, and uh, our lakes do get a lot of pressure. Their fish are getting smarter and smarter every year. And uh, they're also getting harder and harder to find. So hmm. um, they are they are not as smart as U.S. bass. Well, the so like an American kid thinks of Canada because the linders are fishing there. You know what I mean? That's how we sure. see it. So sure, like in what what I don't want to jump ahead too much, but it's like it seems like Canada lakes are just one type of lake. But is there more? Is there different styles of fishing there? Hundred percent. I mean, all the lakes that I grew up around, it's 50-50, largemouth, smallmouth. Um, most of the lakes are covered in grass. Um, milfoil is predominant. Um, you got reeds. A lot of lakes look like Lake Okeechobee. Um, and then small. So it, uh, it's definitely, uh, we got it all up here. What about like muddy, woody lakes? Are there things got- like that? Yeah, we got mud, we got wood, we got pads, milfoil, rock, you name her, we got her. Huh, so that kind of is a contributor to your success, I would say. 100%. I mean, a lot of people think that we're just smallmouth fishermen. Uh, That's not the case at all. We didn't even fish for smallmouth until we were, you know, teenagers because, A, the water was really dirty until zebra mussels got in here and cleaned our water up, and we didn't have the electronics that we have now to be able to find the structure. So, uh, for the majority of my, my life when we were younger was hundred percent large move. And, and like as a kid, was that your pop taking you and Chris fishing? Is that kind of what the deal was? hundred percent. And what, what he kind fished, of, he fished tournaments every weekend, and uh, the most competitive stuff that you can fish around here. And he was very good at it and, uh, won a lot of tournaments. So we, we basically had a front row seat to, uh, to how he found them and pre-fishing and uh he dragged us along you know for three four days in the pre-fishing before the tournament still so, um and this is when we were you know, four five seven years old so um we got to uh to learn everything at a very young age wow that and 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 for those that don't know lynn johnston is a legend is a canadian derber your dad is a is a legend out there bud <laughs> that's no doubt <laughs> no doubt about that so what was your dad running what was he running what was the boat back then uh way back he uh he started off with uh some rangers uh and then he had a, a sponsorship from omc and he ran a uh, stratos for years and then um that kind of uh ended and we were back into rangers so when you how old were you before he'd let like you and chris take the boat out we were young. We couldn't drive. He'd drop us in the lake, and uh, we had a, a we have a buddy that I feel like we may talk to later. He's uh, a few years older, and uh, his dad and my dad were fishing partners. And um, you know, he they drop us in the water with the boat, and we go fish all day. And then my mom or my dad or whoever back the truck and trailer in the water and, and take us home because none of us could drive. So um, once Josh was old enough, he. Uh, he had this little beater of a, a purple Ranger truck and uh, 
we'd jump in that thing, hook the boat up, and uh, most of the time we couldn't get out of the boat ramps, but um, we made it work. <laughs> That's outstanding, and you just spent the whole day there. You didn't care about nothing. Didn't care about anything. Nothing. No worries at all. So, like, when, when I was a kid, like, we used to, we had winter, well, you had obviously winter, but you were, you did a lot of time hunting and stuff, too, with your, with your dad and your brother, but we used to just watch fishing all, all winter, too, and, and, like, pretend bass fish, you know, we're thinking about it in our mind, you know, thinking about yeah. that. Who, who was, who was the pretend, when you were thinking about bassing as a kid, who was that guy? Who was the pro? It, it's really hard to say. I mean, um, we used to watch Bob quite a bit, the real fishing show. Um, Who'd you say? He was core? Bob Azumi. Bob Azumi, yes, yes. He's kind of the, the local legend of the show, and uh, back then he could catch them. Um, now, eh, you know, it's 50 50. But he's, <laughs> he's getting. Uh, um, you know, we watched him a lot. I remember getting up on Saturday mornings and uh and throwing the fishing channel on and and watching it until noon hour you know and uh and that was in the winter and then i'd you know be on a bus going to hockey or or wherever but uh saturday mornings were always spent watching fishing yeah that was it i think for all crazy bass heads that's a special time as a kid it's like i think it kind of molds us as anglers too especially watching like the Bassmaster block and St- all that stuff, you know, seeing Klun, Van Dam in the early days, all that stuff that that molds us as bass fishermen. You know what I mean, Corey? Hundred percent. I mean, like we we're just talking about. I remember watching Bassmaster, and uh, the one classic that sticks out to me was uh, was the one that I, I don't remember which one, but one of the ones that Klun won, and uh, and I remember all the confetti going off on the stage and. Uh, and I remember saying to the old man, like, you know, that's pretty much what I want to do. And, you know, he'd look at me and shake his head and whatever. <laughs> you know, back then, it was just, there was no chance that that would ever happen. And um, still to this day, uh, it's kind of mind-blowing to, to see where we were and where we are now. And uh, we're actually doing it. So it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah, dude. And I mean... It's, it's, and think about it like you're that person, like you are. That's, and that's a big responsibility, Corey. Do you realize that? Yeah. I mean, I do and I don't. Um, I just look at it as, uh, you know, I'm just a guy that likes to fish and I go out there. I'm not the kind of person that, you know, puts hours in behind the computer looking at Google Earth. And, you know, I probably should be, but I don't. It's just right. not my nature. And, uh, you know, I just, I'm just a guy that likes to fish and, you know, people come up to me and, you know, say, oh man, I, I watch you on Bassmaster live and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it, it makes you feel good, but I don't think of it as I'm a professional bass fisherman. That's what I do. I, and I just love what I do and, and, uh, catch as many as I can. Yeah. It's almost ridiculous. If you think about it, that, um, the opportunity is there to make a living from a fish. 100%. You know, without harvesting the fish. Yep. Like it, it's 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 baffling but it's amazing and it's a, it's a it's a miracle of of the modern age. <laughs> I think. Better doubt. And, and and you're living it, man. You're you're living it. So uh so not too bad, man. I want to talk a little bit more about fishing as a kid in in Canada. And 
so you got the you got dumped in the boat, you and Josh and, and Chris, and go out for the day. And like, were you using your dad's gear? Or did you guys have your own stuff? Did you have like your cherished stuff? And was there your stuff and Chris's stuff? No, we just uh, we just grabbed a bunch of bunch of Lynn's gear and uh, fired it in the boat, and away we went. The tackle was all in there, and um, we just we just went out and and gave her, and you know just. We figured things out, you know. We we had fun doing it. We wouldn't go to the spots where we know we're going to catch them every time. We, you know, we we wanted to to fish and figure it out. And, and we fished a bunch of tournaments back then when we were just little punks and made some money doing. Uh, we just had a good time. So, at, uh, give me the, how old are you at this time again that you're talking about? Oh man, we were. I was probably, I don't know, ten, twelve. So and, at at that time. 10, 12, what was like the top dog combo that Lynn had? Rod and reel, the best rod and reel he had in the boat. Man, I, I don't know. Probably a Beastmaster. Oh, the old Beastmasters, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. <laughs> With that rod that didn't have a handle, it was just like one rod. Yep, that's the one. Yeah, I remember that. So like... So say you boys were out there in the boat and like you stepped on a guide and you bent it. Would you tell Lynn about it or would you kind of just let Lynn find it? Um, I don't remember to be honest with you, but I'm sure we just let him find it. There's no <laughs> doubt. But you, he, had, he had a good uh, he had a good deal back then with uh, with a company, and uh, I'm sure they got replaced. <laughs> the Beastmasters. Everyone had Beastmasters as kids, right? You had to. Yeah, that was, and I had the pistol grip ones too, man. Myself. <laughs> Freaking awesome. Yep. Which, when's the last time you threw a pistol grip, Core? I don't know, when I was 10, 12. <laughs> you got to try it again. We just did. Um, yeah, me, Robertson, and Fighter did it. It's amazing. I don't think the rest are as strong as fighters. <laughs> Leave that one there. <laughs> Corey in the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> How the Leafs doing? It was 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> hey, um, man, 22 is a uh, is your year, right? It's got to be, right? I'm hoping so. I mean, I thought 21 was going to be my year, but uh, dropped the ball on that. And um, I'm hoping so, man. I'm, I'm hoping... The next 10 years of my years, but we'll see. <laughs> exactly. But what, so you were hoping 21, what went wrong in 21, in your opinion? Um, two lost fish on Pickwick and uh, um, two fish that I didn't catch on the St. Lawrence River. And what do you mean by that, that you didn't catch on the St. Lawrence, that you didn't catch? Uh, I, left them, I left them there. I could have caught them. They were on beds and, um, and I shook the one off and and so uh, I went back and catch it. It was, uh, it was rough and I couldn't see the fish and, um, couldn't catch it. The other, other five pounder I could have caught the day before it left. So if I had caught those two fish, I don't want the, I never asked you about Pickwick and you were, I mean, I, again, that close, but no cigar. I know it sucks, but like, remember you were catching them behind that Island, right? Yep. In, yep. in, in the morning, you had high hopes to go pull up there and catch them. We were staying at the same house. I knew you were you were pumped up. Yeah. And, and they weren't there. 
Like they, they just weren't they weren't there. Like the uh, the, the water dropped like a foot, and uh, and that moved all the fish. Even even on the other side of the island that I was fishing with Pipkins, all his fish moved as well. And uh, and I knew that really quick, and uh, made an adjustment, and it was the right dis- adjustment to win the tournament. I just I lost two key fish, and um, it is what it is. You know, it's uh, that's fishing. But my question to you about this is like, I I know. So you get frazzled easy sometimes, but then on the other half, you can really keep it together. I've seen this both sides of this of you. And yeah, when I'm when I'm fishing, I mean, I'm I'm I don't get rattled, I don't get frustrated, I don't get uh, you know, I don't get running around, and um, but I do have that that switch that flips, and uh, that generally happens when I'm not in the water. Yeah, well, I mean, and you did that day is a perfect example of that type of adjustment, and that was a champion's adjustment that day, Corey. Hundred percent, it was it was the right call, and uh, I knew those fish were there. Uh, I just didn't know how were, and they were the right ones. I just, um, I was using uh, I was using a jig that. Uh, but normally I flip with braid and I was using fluorocarbon and looking back, I would have used a, a different hook in that jig. But I mean, little things like that, that you learn and um, I won't make that mistake again. Well, you got, you got 22 for redemption. So are you, are you getting ready mentally, physically, uh, the, the gear too? Is everything falling into line? Or are you just sitting around in the hot tub all the time? Sitting around the hot tub, shooting some coyotes the last few days. <laughs> I saw. Oh, I saw. Got like nine coyotes since uh, since Christmas. So <laughs> my boat's not here. Waiting on that. My garage is still a mess. There's rods everywhere, tackle everywhere. Um. So yeah, I'm just chilling, man. I'm just. I'm not gonna probably start getting stuff ready for another week, and and then we'll uh, once the boat gets here, we'll start getting ready and uh roll south so no t- you have done have you done any tackle work no nothing 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 huh. haven't even haven't even looked wow you got string no. and everything you got bait and string i'm sure i got enough to get me through florida <laughs> now well are you coming home before the bass master classic or are you going straight well, yeah that's three derbs yeah no i i definitely i'm gonna uh i home i might get shot is uh, uh, it's going to be a long, long stretch. Uh, I'm probably going to be gone for a month, and then uh, make her home for probably four days, and then head out to the classic. Okay, so you will get back to Canada before the classic. Canada. Yeah, that's a long, long haul, bud. Florida. That's, to, that's like a six day space drive. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Uh, I'm probably leaving boat somewhere in South Carolina, and uh, and uh, fly home. Or who knows with all this COVID garbage up here. You never know. We might all be locked in our house still. You never know. Yeah, I it's, I, I heard they got the provinces uh, shut down up there, some of them. Yep, it's unbelievable. Yeah, nuts. Can't even live sometimes, but I guess, I guess uh, whatever. I don't know what to say. You're in a hot tub, and, and we bass fish. That's what, that's what this is all about. <laughs> so 22, no prep, no nothing, no – I mean, you're playing some hockey a little bit when you're feeling okay. That's physical prep. Playing a little hockey, but that just got shut down too. So 
Everything's shut down here, man. It's horrible. You gonna go do push ups or something in the in the parking lot? No chance. <laughs> so you're just gonna wing it. Twenty two comes. Ready to go. Winging it. Let's roll, man. I just wing it. Just go out and have fun. Do what I do and works it works. If it doesn't, get them next time. <laughs> hey, I, I I like it, but so you you've looked at the schedule, right, Core? Yeah, I'm like I'm just excited about the schedule. I like it. it's gonna I think it suits my style pretty good. All right. All right, well throw one out. Throw one derby out right away. Get rid of one. Which one? St. Lawrence River. St. Lawrence River. Done. Why? You don't like that? No, I love that. <laughs> Why? Oh, you said throw one out, like one I don't like? Yeah, I, I, oh, I, I was baffled. Oh, oh. I was baffled. Throw a oh, derb out. Get oh, rid of one. That? How about, uh, let's go with Pickwick because it's going to be a deep ledge bite. Oh, okay. You don't like those outside girls. Man, I, I do. I just don't like fishing with people. Yeah, it gets crowded. Yeah, I just um, I don't like it. That's that's sometimes when the switch gets flipped. But um, yeah, I just I prefer not to fish around a bunch of people if I can. The uh, it's tough to it's tough to keep your cool when you're competing for that amount of money, and there's there's four guys around you throwing at the same thing. Hundred percent. I mean, you know, you have to work together when that happens. But uh, you know, sometimes. There's people there that you just don't want to fish with. That's just the way it is. And there's what's they found the same spot and it is what it is. But I mean, it's it, you guys, it's so crazy how you guys often find the same stuff for sure. And I mean, all the electronics out there are so good now and the mapping's so good. And I mean, it's it really isn't rocket science, it's just a matter of going out, covering water, and knowing what you're doing. And and you're you're thinking St. Lawrence is your derb. That's your derb to win. Hundred percent. Gotcha. How do you feel about Florida, man? I love Florida, man. I do well there for the most part. It's it fishes like I grew up fishing. It's flipping. It's uh, reaction baits, and uh, I love fishing that style. So, uh, and I love sight fishing too. So if they're if they're up shallow spawning, I mean that's kind of my my juice. Yeah, and and I think of you as a flipper. Like a lot of people think is you as a small mouth dude, but I, I like, I, I think of you as a flipper, bud. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree with that. Like you're probably more comfortable with that than, than say small mouthing sometimes. I don't know about that. It's 50, 50. I mean, I've just, that's how I catch large mouth here. And that's how we all catch them. Just flipping. And, uh, I just, when I'm large mouth fishing, if I, I want to have a flipping stick in my hand. Yeah, that's a, I mean, uh, you're always messing around with that. You were working on a new flipping stick last time. Did you get it all done? It's uh, it's very close. It'll yeah. be coming out with Daiwa on the Tattoo Elite Series here, hopefully sooner and later. The Corey Johnson Signature Series. Absolutely. I like it. I like Me it. Me too. That's, that's big time. That's me. You, uh, you and your brother, uh, you're, you're, uh, you're making waves, man. Making waves. I hope. I just... Like I said, I just go out, catch as many bass as I can, and let the let the chips fall where they may. Who's yelling at you? Oh, my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep, I'm good. <laughs> Graham's checking on you? Yeah, Graham's checking on me. 
That's so sweet. All right. Yo, we're good. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. <laughs> What's your grand's name? Rita. Rita. Yeah. That's awesome. She making Just checking out. I'm good. I'm out here talking to myself. Yeah. <laughs> She thought you were hitting the rye, the old tin cup rye. Exactly. <laughs> Would be the first time. Well, she's just double checking. <laughs> oh, it's Corey again. Better check on him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, um, let's uh, let's get to know a little more about Corey, right? Let's go. Let's do a little segment that uh, we just invented called Deep Thoughts with Corey. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you got to let loose. All right, bud. And Let's you, do it. You got just tell us. Don't 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 hold back. All right. You let you let loose. All right. We're deep thoughting. So, Corey, first thing I want to ask you is describe the state of bass fishing, the current state of bass fishing. Current state of bass fishing is, uh, I think it's it's really good. There's there's multiple platforms to people to, to get out and fish different levels. I think the, the college and high school fishing is, uh, is at an all time high and, uh, I like it. I like where it's going. And, uh, there's a lot of young people getting involved. I, I, uh, I agree. I agree. Do you, do you see yourself as a champion? I would hope so. I mean, I don't, uh, not yet, but, uh, I don't fish just because I, I want to go fish, and I fish because I want the day. I hope so. But you must have, you must creatively visualize it. I'm sure you've seen that. Oh, I, I think about it all the time. But uh, you know, you got to put it in the back of your mind and, and go out and practice, do your job, and uh, make the right decisions in the tournament, and you'll get a blue trophy. <laughs> there it is. I mean, that was pretty much it in a nutshell, right there. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> Corey philosophy right there. <laughs> so I need you to think about champions. Okay, think about it. And what's a common trait that champions have? Like something they all share. The 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 wanting to win. The everyone that wins wants to be a winner. They work hard and they have a winning mindset. Yeah, like that killer instinct almost, right? Second's never good enough. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they're pissed. Second pisses them off. Yeah, more than anything. The uh, Do you think you're an intimidating bass fisherman on the water? I have no idea. I just, uh, I do my thing and uh, tell it how it is. And, I mean, at the end of the day, it is what it is. Like me, they like me. If they don't, I don't lose any sleep. Okay, well, that's a great answer. But my, I asked you if you think you're in, if other people perceive you as intimidating on the water do you think they do i know chris does if i get really mad <laughs> how about your elite competitors you don't have to name names but do you feel some of them may i'm sure some of them do okay well good you're doing your job then yeah, i mean i yeah definitely 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 won yeah, <laughs> but you—if you're not intimidating your competitors to some extent, you're not—you don't have the trait of a champion. True or false? Um, I think so, but I mean, you want to intimidate them in the right ways with your fishing abilities, and um, you know, you want those guys. That every time you get out on the water, they have to beat you, or they're not going to win. Yeah, I agree, and that's what I'm talking about. And I think that you may not really. <laughs> 
<laughs> you might not realize it, but I think that people think that about you, Corey, and your brother. Well, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, at the end, hey, that's what you want. <laughs> not as intimidating as Jason Christie, but no. <laughs> he just looks at you and you turn to stone. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> hey, um, what do you think about the rules? In professional bass fishing, especially BASS, like as a whole, are you pretty cool with most rules? Yeah, I am. Uh, I can't really think of uh, of one that I that I don't agree with a hundred percent. I like the no information rule, um, as long as guys follow the rule and uh, you know don't try and skirt it. I really like that rule. I think uh, you know we're professionals; we don't need help from from some local or, or something like that. We need to, to go out, do our own thing and figure it out on our own. Um, but uh, as far as other rules, um, I'm good with them. The only one that I, I wish they would add is, uh, you know, maybe uh, sportsman, little, little, uh, little less restrictions on the, uh, the unsportsmanlike rule. Yeah, like maybe a little closer to hockey. 100%. Like, if there's an issue, you should be able to get out on shore and figure it out and get back in the boat and the best man get the spot, I guess. I don't know. And I, I, Dude, I'm kind of with you. And 100%, like, mega chirping. Like, if you can't take chirping, then, I, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, uh, yeah, 100%. Like, like in my opinion, you... Uh, you should be able to speak your mind out there and, um, you know, not necessarily in a vulgar or, or, you know, in a, in a way that's intended to, to hurt somebody, but you should be able to, to make it known that, uh, someone's done something wrong and you don't approve of it. Yeah. It seems like a lot of times in professional bass fishing, not just BASS, but the other leagues too, it's sure. like anglers are kind of afraid to be like, you're being a douche, man, and, and you need to know you're being a douche. You know what I mean? That's like, it, it seems, it doesn't seem like that's in the forefront. Maybe it should be. It isn't, and uh, the people that do that and are unsportsmanlike about maybe moving in on a spot, and, um, you know, those are the guys that need to hear it, and, you know, if they just get a little, you know, oh, you know, please don't fish my spot, they're going to do it again to the next guy and the next guy until someone actually does something and makes them think twice about it yeah they push the envelope we see certain anglers do it we won't necessarily name names that push rules to to the extent percent i mean not just one person there's there's a few of them yeah that's what i said yeah there's multiple anglers that do it and and uh like i don't think it should be if that's witnessed by another angler it should i think it should bring the hockey aspect into it sure you know that it's where it comes into play. And that's where you, you Hanson brothers lead the way. Yeah. <laughs> like. You are the Hanson brothers, aren't you? Maybe back in the day, not no more. I'm old, man. Can you take a hit still in hockey? I, sure, I can. Well, not right now. I fall apart with my back, but. Yeah, but. You that- know, Chris is still playing senior A hockey this year. Oh, I know. He's a beast, but I, but I know you, you're getting a little fragile. I am getting a little fragile, but I still got it in me. So, okay. So you're in the hot tub. You go to physical therapy. You heal the back up. But then you go play hockey. You get hit twice, and then you're jacked again. 
No, 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 no. I've never been hurt. I've never been hurt. I've never had an injury from hockey. It's always like stupid little stuff. Uh, like this injury is probably from carrying 80 pound bags of corn over my shoulder, feeding deer for two months or three months. 25 pound so, bags of small mouth. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. 10 foot waves hopping yeah. 10 footers. You know, I don't, uh, worst injury I ever had in hockey is I broke my leg once when I was a kid and, uh, a few bumps and bruises, black eyes, but, um, lost a chipped tooth. That's it. You ever get asked to be on that chiclet podcast? No, I don't I'm not that good. Trust me. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you're a Canadian athlete. You and you and Chris were the top at two athletes in your town. Not top two. We we're top 10. Oh, top 10. Top 10. Sorry. We're 12 people. So, <laughs> but you know, Hey, uh, th- like, yeah, buff did buff. Not one isn't even been on chicklets, but he's been on straight cast, but he refuses to be on the chicklets. That's true. Yes. Yeah. But but he was on straight cast, just like you. Hundred percent. Yeah, just like you. All you all you rock stars. I definitely have to go on it. I'll be honest with you. What's that? I said a spitting chick. Let's call me. I definitely have to go on the podcast. A hundred percent. You will. Penalty minutes for that. Yeah. No. You you and Chris both need to be on that. Like your hockey, your your professional athletes. Professional fishermen. Yes. So you're not an athlete. Ah. I mean, is a fisherman an athlete? I don't know. It depends who you ask. I mean, some are, some aren't, right? Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, is is fishing a sport, a professional sport? Uh, it would be. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. then you're an athlete. Oh, okay. I'm going to go home and tell my wife that, and she's going to laugh at me again. <laughs> she knows by now. Yeah, when I go home and get the ice pack out of the freezer and say, listen, honey, I'm a professional athlete and leave me alone. She's just going <laughs> to. Hey, all athletes got a recover core. That's true. You know, you know what I mean? I hear you. Hey, um, is uh, what state in uh, America has the dumbest bass? Where are the bass the easiest to catch in America? New York. New York. New York. A lot of untapped in there, or what? I think so. A lot of uh, a lot of untapped stuff, and uh, just a lot of smallmouth too. They're they're generally easier to catch than largemouth. Is that shorter season have a thing to do with it in that upstate area? It definitely. And they get all winter to, to relax and hang out, and um, uh, you know, I just think the the clear water helps, and um, they're sight fishermen and. Or sight feeders, I should say, and it's easy to, to see what their what their uh, what their structure is and where they're at, and make a precise cast to catch them. Whereas down south, a lot of that's murkier, stained water, and you can't see them, and um, a lot of reservoirs, and they get pounded day after day after day. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we we see it. So uh, so when it comes to to bass, which which species has the most complicated? personality the small mouth or the large mouth um that that all depends on uh on what you're fishing i mean small mouth to me are are the most simple fish to find it's uh they just it maybe it's just we're 
I guess, around them so much and know how they move and know where they go and uh, and what they do at different times. But large will have so much more stuff to, to be on. They'll be on rock. They'll be, be they'll be on wood. They'll be you know on pads, docks. So uh, to me, to be able to uh, figure out a, a good largemouth bite up north is tougher than a good smallmouth bite. So who has a better personality, a largemouth or a smallmouth? Smallmouth. A smallmouth. And what and what yeah. and what does your personality resemble the most, a largemouth or a smallmouth? Uh, I would say a mix. A mix. <laughs> You're like party Corey sometimes, and then and then uh, serious Corey the other times. Sometimes, yes. Yeah, I I get it. Sometimes you're like an alley thug, and sometimes you're like a choir boy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's I, I, I get you. I get you. Corey, why do you professional bass fish? Why do you do this? Why do you do all this stuff? Uh, I, I mean, I love fishing. It's, uh, if I'm not bass fishing, I'm steelhead fishing in the creeks or I'm, uh, walleye fishing or what. But, um, I really do love fishing, but I love the competitiveness of tournament fishing. If it was, uh, if I didn't have tournament fishing, I wouldn't, I wouldn't love fishing near as much as I do put it that way. It's the, the drive, it's the competitiveness. You know, I'm a competitive person. It doesn't matter if it's fishing or hockey or cards or, or whatever. It doesn't matter. You know, I'll, I'll put some money on it and I want to win. So what would you be doing? What was the, what were you doing, um, before and what's in, you got a family business too, right? We own a small battery business and uh that's where i'd be i'd have to uh i'd have to be out there grinding a little harder than i do with it and stirring up new business to be able to to support us all but uh that's what i'd be doing yeah you'd be slinging batteries you'd want to be selling more lithiums because they're easy on that back of yours that yeah they're harder on the wall <laughs> that's it that's for sure man hey um you uh you got a short time to get there. Does that make sense? Yeah. You got a short time to get there. It does. What does that mean to you? Uh, like I've always said, uh, if I win an elite, win an AOI and win the classic, I'm done. Okay. And um, those are goals that were almost impossible to reach. But um, I got a young family and, and my boys are going to be into it just as much as I am. Um, you know, maybe it's going to be hockey, maybe it's going to be lacrosse, maybe it's, you know, going to be whatever, but, um, but they're right into the sports and, and they love the fish and the hunt and everything. So, um, I'll have no problem sitting back, putting my feet up and, uh, and watching them do it. Yeah. And, and, and such an important part of, of every bass anglers life is the, is the balance of family and competitive fishing. It's uh, it's a, it's a real thing that all that 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 successful professional bass anglers figure out, isn't that correct, Corey? Hundred percent. Uh, you know, we've been cutting back on some of the local tournaments in the summer just because, like I said, the boys are getting older. They want to be in the boat. They want to be fishing, and uh, and they know when you're away now. They uh, they know when you're when you're going to be gone for weeks on fishing, and um, you know, it's uh, it's getting close to you know, to, to slowing her up a bit, but I probably still got 10 more years in me. Okay. Okay. So what do, how old are the boys now? Uh, he's uh three and a half and the other one's one, one and three and a half. So yeah. do, does, does the three and a half year old know what you do? 
Yeah, he does. He knows when dad's going to work to fish. He, uh, I mean, he wants to be out there in the boat every time I go. Like he's, he is pissed going. He's not, he's not going in the boat. <laughs> so does he see you more as a hockey player or a bass fisherman? No, definitely a bass fisherman. It's, uh, with this COVID stuff. And I never, I never got to play, uh, play anything other than men's league. So he's, he's never been able to, when he's been around, I've never played competitive hockey. So he's never got to see, see that part of it. He's just seen the odd men's league game, but, uh, you know, he, uh, he knows me as a bass fisherman. Nice. And that's pretty cool, man. You know, I mean, to, to be able, uh, to like say, I, I would, I would love that as a kid. To be able to say uh, my dad's a pro bass fisherman and think how it was for you. Your dad was was balling in uh, in in Canada as a bass and derb guy, and it was cool for you to say that. You know what I mean? Yep, hundred percent. Hey, honest, I know these trophies are important, and I gotta I gotta get this this dialed in. So, like the three most prestigious trophies in bass fishing, of course, the 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 blue trophy, the AOI trophy, and the Bassmaster Classic Trophy, right? Yep. All right. So, scales of one to ten, importance to you, Corey. Each one of those trophies, each one. I mean, they're they're all all tens in my book. You know, I, I want them all. You know, I want them all. That's. I mean, I wouldn't be fishing the Elite Series if I said, oh, you know, I, I'd just be happy with uh, one blue trophy. You know, I want, I want them all. I want the AOI. I want the classic trophy and, you know, I want them every year. That's just, that's the way it is. That's why I do this. I want, I want to be the best every year. Do you see yourself getting a blue turf trophy before any of the other ones? Man, I don't know. I've been so close to that AOI so many times and, uh, and like blue twice trophies. now. Yeah. And blue trophies. Though. Blue trophies. So, uh. You know the the classic one I've I've kind of stumbled a bit on, but um, you never know. How you feeling just, about Hartwell? I've never fished it this time of year. I've only fished it twice, and it was uh, it was in the spring, um, April, and they were spawning, and uh, I did fairly well both times. But uh, never never fished them pre spawn there, so it'll be uh, be a bit of an adjustment. But we'll see. We just gotta go out there and and see what happens. Well, we know you've been preparing. You know we've you've been doing a lot of tackle prep, a lot of lake prep for the classic. Yeah. Sure. Your your head's in the game. But Corey, we need you to be a champion. Okay? All we, right. We need you to be a champion. The whole Bass Galaxy right. does. Now, Andy the Ginger Ninja, are we ready for this? Okay, we we're gearing up for this right now. <laughs> and what I have done is I've assembled champions. Okay, Corey? Wow. Okay. Yes. And these champions are going to give you words of wisdom on, <laughs> on how to become a champion. And, okay. Uh, all right. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready for this. I don't know if I am. Ginge, you give me the Ginge, give me some music or a get a hell when we're ready to go and we're going to get this uh, whole kit and caboodle on the road. So this, uh, you got you to gotta understand that they, these, uh, uh-oh. Great champion. It's the it's the great Canadian snow leopard. It's himself. Oh. It's it's Gussie. Hey, how hot are you right now? Oh, I'm smoking hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Hey, can we get Carrie Lee to come and do a, a shrinkage check for us right now? <laughs> Buddy, they don't shrink in hot tub. <laughs> wow, like I'm a shrivel, like, like, shrivel buddy. Ben. Hey, it's like a sea monkey. They're just growing in there, Gus. Oh, buddy! Like uh, what? What? What's the? Uh, what does grow usually say? Playgirls. Playgirls going to be calling them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Hey, no, Gus. I'm, welcome. I'm, Gus, I'm welcome. Like I can tell a little bit. You're a little flush. I thought it was just because Gussie came on. No, no. Well, that too. He's a good-looking guy, but he's a champion. Gus is a champ. He's a champion of the world. It's freaking yeah. Champion. So I I was talking to the boys today, and they want they like. Do you ever go play with Chris's trophies, like the big trophies? No, no I don't even look at them. When I go into his house, they sit right up on the TV, so I can't even watch TV. It pisses me right off. <laughs> I, I hey, I will let it be known, everybody. Every time I don't, I don't. Corey will say like in the last couple of years, I don't lip off to him anymore because. <laughs> Uh, every single time I do, I get my ass whipped, and uh, oh. like this has been bugging me all day now since you asked me to come on here, Pat. Because I'm gonna let you know if I light him up, he'll probably win everything this year. Oh yeah, no, let him maybe he'll have to retire. No, let me have it. <laughs> Hammer him. <laughs> yeah, bring her. Well. Yeah, right there, bud. Oh, look at her. I can't look. Can't look. I shined it up. I shined it up earlier, but <laughs> no well. doubt. Don't see the spin on it. <laughs> there is some spit shine on it. Yeah. Hopefully that's what it is. Hey, yeah. least... I'm sure uh yeah, no, you're due. You're gonna get one. Probably get a couple. It's just a matter of time. He thinks uh, St. Lawrence, Gus. What do you think? Well, I mean, yeah. If you have 30 <laughs> chances on your home lake, I mean, you should win one of them. <laughs> yeah, you would think. You would think. So that I just ask you. <laughs> Everyone knows where all his spots are now. So the, every year that he doesn't get it done, it's going to be harder and harder. He's got more. Yeah, I got a few up my sleeve. He's got more of them. <laughs> hey, Gus, what's the, the, the dumbest thing you ever seen Chris do? Chris or Corey? Corey, I'm oh, sorry, Corey. Chris. Corey. Yeah, go, Chris. <laughs> Chris. I mean, we could, like, go. We could we could be here all night talking about dumb things. <laughs> well, no, I'm asking about Corey. What's the dumbest thing you ever seen Corey do? Uh, the, the, the very first time we ever met, uh, it was probably around 2007 or eight. It was a long time ago. Um, and Shimano used to sponsor both of us still. They're a good sponsor for me, but Corey grew up, you know, in Shimano's backyard and, uh, they, they put us in a hotel room together, downtown Toronto for a weekend for the Toronto sportsman show or uh -oh. whatever. And, uh, we just hit it off. Perfect. We had a, uh, big jug of some kind of gold liquid and um, cup, whatever it was yeah tin cup and, uh, <laughs> yeah candle. yeah there was a lot of a lot of dumb things happened that weekend and i'm pretty sure yeah. and you, uh, we got a bit aggressive you did what car we got a bit aggressive on that bottle yeah <laughs> and you became buds ever since then oh yeah and and yeah 
the, but the best, the dumbest thing I've ever seen him do, he came up a couple years after that, he came up deer hunting. And we used to have some of the best deer hunting in the world here. And, and, it's, and, it, and it tapered off. But he kind of caught the tail end of it when it was really good and had him in a ground blind. And the biggest, and, and like I'll, I'll put a picture of this deer up after, but the biggest body deer I've ever had on a trail camera. He'd had hundreds and hundreds of bucks. It was a great uh, biggie. Big giant eight pointer, like a 350 pounder, big huge deer. And it was like about a 45, 50 yard shot from the ground line to the to the bait pile. And uh he calls me and Chris up, like, yeah, I got him. And we went in there. It was right at dark, I'll give him that. It was like last light, but he he missed it. Um <laughs> missed it with a with a rifle scope. Um he, yeah. there's been every couple of years light. that the reason why he missed changes, there's been some good ones to that. Good excuses. The reason the same. But... reason's the same. I'm going to tell you what it is. So on these rifles, there's a floating barrel. And I'm not a rifle hunter, so I don't know this stuff. So on the ground blind, I rest the barrel on the ground blind. And Pat, I don't miss. Okay. I don't... Rest the barrel on the ground blind, squeeze off. And I'm like, oh, yeah, smoke them, blah, 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 whatever. I find out like two years later that my buddy missed like a 190 incher doing the same thing. And he's like, dude, I rested the barrel on the blind and I shot way over his back and we went and tested it. And that's exactly why you buy in that Gus kill the giant with whatever. I mean, yeah, excuses or whatever, but, uh, the next day, the ne- a day or two later, he did. He shot one of the biggest bucks that I've had my hands on ever up here. It was a, like a hundred and seventy something inch. It was a giant, Yikes. and uh, so he redeemed himself. But yeah, yeah I, he gets bugged about that deer. Like I probably bugged him about it like a hundred times. I'm yeah. sure he's. Thinking- I'm fine with it. I don't lose any sleep anymore over it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you see? Did you see the coyote killed earlier? Yeah. Yeah, I saw. The I cut. killed one the other day with my twenty-two two fifty from my sister's back porch at four hundred eighty-seven yards. You were wearing camo in the picture I saw. Buddy, <laughs> well, camo, it's cold. The house with this camo, I'm just still these ready for the picture. <laughs> no, that was a different coyote. That was one that the brother-in-law shot. Oh, okay. That's where you had the earth tone camo on the skin flesh one. Uh, no, I got that one on now. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, uh, Gussie, um, like, what what is the word to the wise? The what is the word wise of the champion, Jeff Gussie? To well, for Corey, I mean, uh, I think it's it's listen to Chris, whatever Chris says, <laughs> listen to what Chris says all the time, bud, and uh, it's proven Chris is a champion, and uh, that's probably your number one, you know. You know I'm gonna go to his house and kill him to sleep tonight. <laughs> where is he? Where is Chris tonight? Uh, he's probably sitting at his house in his hot tub. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's got a roommate, so he's probably sitting in there with him. <laughs> they have snorkels on. No, I don't know. <laughs> hey, uh, great Canadian snow leopard champion. Tennessee River champ, uh, thanks for uh, for piping in tonight. Yeah, yeah thanks God, for having me, buddy. boys. Pre- yeah, we appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, good luck. Knock him out this year, Gus. Yeah, try not yeah. to do too good, though. <laughs>
Hey, should every we? Every once in a while, I get, I get to, uh, I get, I beat Corey about one out of every three or four tournaments. So when I do, I, I let him know about it. And, uh, but wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah. No. Well, all right. We'll see you soon. You guys you, are, bud. you guys are fierce. You guys are fierce. Hey, uh, what you want to yeah. bring in more champions? Bring them. Let's, uh, let's, Ging, you got more champions lined up? All right. We got another champion coming. Ladies and gentlemen, who could this be now? Who do you think it is, Cor? I'm going to guess uh, maybe Fighter. Fighter? Could be Fighter. It could be, uh, it could be, I don't know. It could be anybody. Could Some, be. It could be another Canadian, as far Uh-oh. as we know. It could be uh, an Australian that people Uh-oh. think you're Australian. Uh-oh. It could be a Yugoslavian, but it's not a Yugoslavian. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your 2021 BASS Angler of the Year. Oh, Mr. yes. Seth Giuseppe May Bartholomew Fighter. What's up, boys? What's going What's on, up, bud? bud? Oh, not much. Been watching Corey in a hot tub for an hour. You're jealous. Come on in. Yeah. Welcome, Cuddle. Yeah. <laughs> Looks cozy. Did Grandma make cookies? No. She didn't. Well, that's she has beer cold in the fridge, though. I'll give her that. Yeah, I bet. Yep. I can tell you guys miss each other. We do. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm ready yeah. to get the band we, back we, together. But we need to do a hunt in the fall. We need yeah. to kill stuff. I see you, got, you killed a lot this year. Maybe I should come hang out with you. Wow. Yep, that hurt. <laughs> that, was, that was about. Fun, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, to fish and I don't care, but that one was a good one. Little tag uh, soup and some tag sorry. soup and that's too, too soon. <laughs> no, I, mean, I just got to get over it. Got to get over it. But I've been taking it out on the coyotes. I promise. No, I'm into that. I'll come shoot some dogs. I'm staying at my sister's place, and uh, I sold my house, and I feel bad. Her whole driveway is covered in blood, and she's like. <laughs> Freaked right out. I should take a picture. Yeah. <laughs> She'll be all right. She knows what she's getting into. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolute beautician in her hot tub. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, have, we've only had one other guest in this whole entire time in a hot tub. I, I think it was Watson. He's the only other guy. Your buddy Watson, Corey. Yeah, well, I mean, that's how he rolls. Yeah, <laughs> I see that. I say, well, champions uh, like hot tub. Fighter, why don't you have a hot tub yet? Uh, I don't know. Not a big hot tub guy. Yeah? You like being uh, cold, though. You're cold. You you, you like being cold. No, hot tubs are cool. I just, I don't know. He doesn't even wear shorts in the summer. What? I wear pants in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> like a skin diving suit. Corey, you got pants on? Yep. He's got oh, britches okay. on. Making sure. Making yeah. sure. Yeah. You never yeah. know with him. It's awkward when Grandma came out and I didn't have any shorts on. <laughs> hey, fighter. Yeah, you just got to turn the bubbles on. No one can tell. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can't oh, that's tell. true. But they wouldn't be able to hear me. Unless you get real excited. Then they'll know. Well, fair enough. Hey, now. Fighter, did you hear how prepared he is for the 2022 season? It, I'm, I'm, it made me feel better about myself because I'm really not prepared at all either. I like sorted some plastics and that's about it. Well, let me back up. Let me back up here today. 
I had seven rods with broken guides that I took to the store to get new guides put on. That's a nice. big, that's a big deal. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. We're, we're about the same pace. I like, yeah. It makes me feel better about it. Like I'm I sure walk. everyone else they're fishing against has all their shit together. And like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I mean, pretty practicing and doing all kinds of stupid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to roll with it. Like we usually do. <laughs> just show up and catch them. Yeah. Win it. Catch them when it counts, right, fighter? That's right. right. Yeah, so that's all that matters. So, yep. A, a uh, fighter. It's obvious that that Corey has the blood of a champion, right? I yeah. mean, he's got, he's got the blood of a champion. It's it, yeah, you can yeah. tell. He wins the hell out of Triple A. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> and how? But uh, he does. Come on, you know he's got it. Oh, in. oh yeah. You oh, know yeah. he's got no it. No doubt. In him. He'll so, win a tournament. Which this which year one? The next year. I'm like okay, so if you're gonna pick one this um, year, I think I think he'll have a couple cracks. He'll. I don't think he's gonna win the St. Lawrence. I think his brother's gonna beat his ass like he normally does. Okay, there. okay. Uh, I think he'll surprise you. He's gonna win some dirty little down south free uh, spawn flipping derb. Oh, or spawn flip on the kind Lawrence. of thing going on. We should put a hundred on the St. Lawrence. We'll side bet. Oh, you'll 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 finish in the top five. No, I'm gonna win. I'm telling you right is now. Your, is your brother gonna let you win after what you did last year? You just shut your mouth. I'm gonna win. <laughs> okay. Well, you should have won last year. That's maybe, another tip for maybe, you. You need to put your maybe, foot on the gas and quit saving shit. I know. I'm just gonna let her eat. Yeah. If you got an eight pound lead going into the last day, you only need like. 15 pounds to win yeah and you can do that with your ice bowls normally but that was i don't know like i said i'll do yeah. better next time uh, okay well 100 bucks is this a bet then fighter are you guys are you taking it uh 100 bucks for him to beat me or 100 bucks for him to win to win he says he's winning it he bet you 100 dollars. Oh, he's gonna I'll win i'll take that and then some i'm All sure right. he'll beat me but like I know his brother's going to beat him, so that's that easy money. No. No, that won't happen. Daddy's coming. Daddy's okay. coming. <laughs> I hope you're right. I, I want to see you win. Yeah, a way better I party. <laughs> that's for sure. It'd be a way better yeah. party. Yeah. yeah. Corey partners are the best kind of parties. Yeah, yeah. we're going to get blowed a two-lane beer and drink it all. <laughs> yeah. So Seth, you're a champion. 2021 Angler of the Year. That's a champion. I guess. I think so. Tournament. Okay. It's okay. A little different. Yeah, but it's that, that you're you're a damn champion. You, you okay? You got other derbs under your belt too, bud. So like I give him some good prophetic champion advice. Like words from the wise Seth Fighter. Best I mean, advice is don't suck. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think he. I think he's there. I mean, he does. He he's gonna win tournaments, no doubt. The like, nicest you've ever said to me. No, I've said lots of nice things to you. Probably a ball behind your back, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 I've said lots of nice things about you, but yeah, I mean, I. Yeah. I mean, I think he knows what he did wrong in St. Lawrence. That's evident, and. uh 
I, I think he's going to win one regardless. Um, no doubt about it. Matter of time. So what's yeah. a what's a what's a, a a quality of a champion that you see in Corey? A common denominator, a common quality of a champion. Uh, he wants to win. Desire. Like, uh, manifestation. Oh, more so than desire. Uh, Corey doesn't even know. He's laughing. He doesn't even know what that word means. <laughs> no, I do. I do. It's funny. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Wait. No, I, I, that's a, that, every good thing I've had in my fishing career. I've manifested it, I think. Yeah. So does Clun. Yeah. Like, you got to see yourself holding the trophy before you hold the trophy. Like, you'll have a dream. You'll wake up at 2 in the morning in the middle of the night holding the, you know, cut short holding the trophy. Yeah. And then it happens. Say that I've had that one. Manifest. it'll happen. Yeah. It might be a vision. It might be a dream. Whatever. Maybe. It replays in your brain before it happens. I I love it. I love it, fighter. Manifest your own destiny. Yeah. I like it. Good stuff. He's already a master of his own domain. So Yeah, he looks like he lost some weight. He looks trim. He does. He's svelte. Yeah. What you been doing, Cord? Dexatrim? The what? What you been doing? Diet pills? What do you mean? You're slim. You're slim. Yeah, it's that time of year when I don't eat at McDonald's every every week. (laughs) Okay. On the road. Yeah, and I'll get fat by the end of the year again. And I'll lose. <laughs> it's like a yo-yo. <laughs> hey, uh, fighter, what's the dumbest thing you ever seen Corey do? Uh oh. Oh. There's a lot of dumb things I've seen him do. Um, <laughs> honestly, his brother's way dumber. But. Uh, <laughs> I mean, probably the the St. Lawrence. I don't know what year it was. A couple, two, three years ago, when he was he he broke down. Like used his buddy's boat and broke the trolling motor off of it, and came in like an hour and fifteen minutes late or something like that. And I beat him by one spot. Oh yeah, you did. (laughs) (laughs) He He gave me like a he gave me like a fifteen pound cushion, and I mowed him down. And if I had a gun in, he, he beat me by one spot, and Fighter made the cut, and I didn't. And if I had a gun in that cut, I would have won AOI that year. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. that's probably the dumbest thing I've seen him do. Really? Major yeah. dumb thing. Lots of little dumb things. Yeah, on, on tour. But, so but I do. Yeah, we all do little dumb stuff. We all do dumb stuff. But here's a tough one. Here's a tough one, Fighter. What's the smartest thing you ever seen Corey do? Ooh. Um, you better give him a clock on this. One. He's pretty crafty on the water. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if I got a good example of it, but uh, I mean, he's a smart fisherman. We saw it on. on he's Pickwick. as dumb as in like math and like numbers <laughs> and like reading a clock, manifesting things like that. Yeah. Like anything, anything you went to school for, he's really bad at. But fishing, he's got that. He's got that. Yeah, he's got he's got fishing street smarts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I got kicked out of a lot of classes. 
Did you have to go to summer school? Um, I think they wanted me to one year, but I wasn't having any part of it. Yeah, I had to do night school one year, junior yeah. year, high school. No chance I was happening. Yeah, well, I wasn't graduating without it. But no, my graduation, but even though I was on the honor roll. <laughs> wow. You I'm see? kidding. <laughs> you guys are do- doing well for yourselves, though. <laughs> doing okay. <laughs> so you're rooming again, right? So it's the it's the Johnston brothers and then Seth and Matt, right? Yep. yep. F- Gus, he's still big-timing us from last year ever since he won his little blue trophy. Yep. And then, unfortunately, uh, we lost Road Dog, so. Yep. Yeah. He's uh, out. But yeah, Gus, he's big-timing us, and uh, Maddie's in. <laughs> so, you got, so you got the four of you? Yeah. Four. You going to be all right, all four of you? We'll be okay. We just I think so. Without Grow. Grow was like the brains behind the operation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're so unorganized. Like, I think we just got our place for Harris Chain, like, this I week. Normally, yes. we had, like, everything all lined out. Yeah. I, yep. And Grow, I saw it. He, like, he took care of the whole house when he was, when, like, he had the coffee made. He had everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's killing it. Yeah. yeah. But he, he, yeah. I think he'll do good over at the FLW. Yeah. He'll do great. Yeah. I think, uh, I think that's a, uh, I think that's a good move for him there, though. But we'll start all yep. miss him. We'll start him. We might see him again yeah. someday. We, we just need Gussie to have a really rough year, so he'll come back and hang out with us low lives. Make him yeah, tough. We need, we need to. We need him. We need his money level to get back down to ours, so then he'll stay with us again. Yeah. <laughs> the other yeah, bracket. He got. He got, he got yeah. bougie on us. He's just five star and everywhere he goes. Yeah, yeah can, he's got like ballet parking for his truck and boat. Thinks he's cool. And the Whatever. big rims, the extra large. Extra large rims on the truck. That's the giveaway. You got the Larry Hoovers. Yeah. The yep. 52 inchers. Well, yep. yeah. He went wild. He went wild. But uh, hey, um, good advice, Seth. Amazing. I don't know advice. if there's any advice. No, yeah. it was. Hell, Anwan. It'll be fine. Don't worry about that. <laughs> no, I like the advice was to manifest his victory. Yeah. I think. And just, beat, just beat your brother. That's all you got to do. If you, you beat know, your brother every tournament, you'll win one. <laughs> well, I'm gonna beat him on the St. Lawrence. I promise. Oh, there's a yeah, hundred bucks do. on it. it. I hope you do. I'd gladly pay you that hundred dollars. You're gonna spend He's it all in booze that night, anyways, on us. So I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Fair F- enough, fighter. This is a worse situation than Corey not filling his deer tag. Do you know it? Is. What do you think the probability of Corey of Chris winning another blue trophy before Corey is? Uh, or is it Corey? I I think Corey has a better chance of winning one before we get to the St. Lawrence than his brother does. But I think, like, honestly, if I was going to bet on the St. Lawrence, I'd bet on his brother. Mm, okay. so But Co- maybe not. We can go to Canada this year. And, and I know he likes fishing up in Canada. So maybe that's. Look at him smiling. Maybe, that, maybe, that'll, maybe that'll be a little trick up his sleeve. <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't think his brother will win one until they get to the St. Lawrence. <laughs> well, it's just like shallow water bank beater. You know what I mean? Yeah, yep. I, I agree. It could be another, you know, you were talking about fishing for the, for the outside girls at Pickwick. Maybe they, something might happen, Cor. You never know. You, you know where they live. 
You know, I don't know where they will be out there grinding away. Hey, yeah, let me ask. Hey, Ginch, can we bring in our unscheduled guest or no? No. We're, we're, we're going to stick with our regularly scheduled program. Yep. Got it. Got it. Hey, uh, Fighter, that was great advice. And uh, it was. You don't think so, but it was. It really was. Corey, don't you think it was? I think so, yeah. He's, he's better at fishing than I am. I don't know what he needs advice for. <laughs> is, is, is Corey a sandbagger? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you decipher uh, through his bullshit? Like, if, if you guys are talking about a derb, how do you personally, Seth, decipher through what is fact and what is fiction when it comes out of Corey Johnston's mouth? It seems like he gets more honest every day of the event. Like, the first day of practice, like, 100% bullshit. No, uh, that's not true. I'll tell well, the truth. Well, well. You, you get more honest as the event goes on. Yeah, I mean, so would everybody. I think we all do, though. You know, when it comes to day sure. two, day three of the tournament, it's, the, you know, yeah. then you're to the point, like, oh, here, go and, you know, I'm yeah. not going to go there, use this, whatever. But, yeah, um, yeah. day one of practice, yeah, I'm not buying what he's what he's selling. So just, to, just you got the earplugs in. Well, I just remember, like, last year where he, like, I think it was that Toho or uh, St. John's event, right? I ended up catching him in that canal. And I, I talked to him, like, after the first day of practice, he said he went in there and didn't have a bite or nothing. And then, like, no, not after, true. like the, after, like, the not third true. day of the tournament, no. he's like, yeah, I caught a four-pounder in there. Oh, no, that's not true. I told you that I had a couple <laughs> bites in there. Wait so, a minute. Yeah. Those are different yeah. stories. Yeah, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> He's getting better. You are sweating yeah. so much, Corey. Oh, uh, it's just the like you know. That's the whole point of a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> getting the poisons out. Yeah, detox. <laughs> uh, he had physical therapy today, Seth. He. I did. Oh, did he? Yeah. He yep. Got, he got rubbed. You down. gimping now? Oh, I'm gimping, bud. Bad. Are you? Yeah. Jesus. Yep. Lower back, SI joint, not good. Really? Yep. Fantasy fishing yeah. people have to drop me. Yeah, you'll be all right. <laughs> You're tough. You gonna have to play through the pain. You're going to have to build dance it. <laughs> You're going to have to. <laughs> be all right. You'll do fine, Dragon Worm. Yeah, I ain't worried about it. That's all you need to do. Hey, uh, Fighter, thanks uh, Thanks a lot, man, for, for hopping aboard and uh, and giving uh, giving some advice. Yeah, thanks, yeah. bud. Yeah, and no we'll, problem. I'll, get, I'll give you a whole shit pile of advice when I see you next. <laughs> the real advice. <laughs> All right, man, fighter, uh, and uh, good luck uh, with your uh, with your travels and uh, also with your preparation for the 2022 season. And of course, best of luck in 22, and I'll see you soon in Florida, bud. Oh, yeah. yeah we'll, see you, boys. We'll be catching see you soon. That's Seth Fighter. He's the Hi. dirty llama. Give it up for, for Seth Fighter. You're 2021. BASS Angler of the Year, which brings us now to the final champion of the evening, Corey, and this is the guest of honor right now. This is the champion of champions. Is that right, Chinch? Am I right? This is the champion of all champions who is here to give you advice on how to be a champion. Are you, are you ready for this, Corey? All right, Chinch, you tell me when. What do we got? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time ever on this uh, Straight Cash show, the third member 
original member of Johnston Royalty. It's Lynn Johnston, the man who spawned <laughs> Corey. Welcome to the Stray Cast Show, Lynn. How Welcome. are you? <laughs> What's going on? How you doing, man? Welcome. Thank you very much. Yeah, you look happy good there. Happy New Year. You look very wi- happy New Year to you too. You look very wise behind that uh, timepiece, Lynn. Not so much. I think I'm tricking you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Corey, did you think this was the champion I was going to bring aboard? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you are Canada's OG Derber, man. Like, you have a fierce reputation um, in, in Canada as a, as a bass fisherman, Lynn. You know that about you? Ah, uh, you know what? Uh, I I done my share over the years, but uh, there were a lot of good fishermen up here. <laughs> hey, um, I saw this thing that Power Pole did recently about your boy and i know you you saw it too and it was amazingly done and and he talked about how he told you when he was a young boy that he wanted to be a pro bass fisherman and he said you just looked at him like he was crazy like who who does that and and lo and behold both sons are professional bass fish that's a big deal yeah yeah, that's that's a big deal in Canada. That it, there's never enough money in tournament fishing in Canada, and to say you're a professional fisherman in Canada, it eh, just doesn't cut it. So when these guys said they wanted to be professional fishermen, I was a little bit skeptical. They did prove me wrong, but it had to take them going down to the uh, states to do it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I've done very well with them. Yeah. And I mean, and there, there has to be that moment where you were like, wow, they, they're doing it. They're doing this. Like, when was that moment for you, Lynn? Like, when did that happen for you before the elites or was it when they were still in the FLWs? When were you feeling that? Well, that's a good question. When, when this first started, it was Chris who first started fishing FLW when he was 17 and he fished on the St. Lawrence river. Yep. Finished second, I believe. And that's when I said to my wife, uh, these guys are pretty good at what they do. (laughs) Corey had a great job with, uh, Ontario hydro. So he, I didn't want to see him leave that job, but you think that didn't tear the heart out of him to see Chris, down on the St. Lawrence River, catching bedded bass, and him at work in a hydro truck. Nah, that didn't last long. It was eating them. It was eating them up. Wasn't it, it was. It was killing them. <laughs> so it, it just. But it's those type of things in all champions, Lynn. That 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 spark. It's got to be something. So it's like okay. Here's you. Corey's looking at you as a child. You're you're a, you're a bass fishing derber. Then his bro goes over to America, achieves some success. That's the fire litten. You know what I mean? It's lit. Yeah. That that's oh, it. Oh, it it's been lit his whole life. <laughs> he uh, he's Corey. Corey's growing up in the bass boat, and I always tell the story about going out doing my pre fishing twelve hours on the on the water, come back to the dock, Corey, jump out of the boat, go running around the marina, 
flipping all the boats and me wanting to go home and him holler just a minute. I just couple more boats, couple more <laughs> boats. And he's only six or seven. He was driving me crazy. Bonkers. Bonkers. Now he's got enough money for his own hot tub. Well, that's all right. He, he works hard for it. <laughs> I mean, he's when you watch bass live, does it drive you nuts, especially when your boys are on top 10, in the top 10? You know what I mean, on Bassmaster Live? Does it drive you bonkers? Uh, you know what? It doesn't drive me bonkers because I've watched them so long. I pretty near know what they're thinking, and I know they know how to catch them. And if they're they're in the top 10, they've done something right, so... Uh, that, the one that comes to mind is Pickwick when Corey made that call to go to the dock. Yeah. And he he puts a beat down on those fish. I, I just knew he was going to do that, and, and that's what that's what they do. I just know they make the right decisions. It, and, and that's like that whether you know it or not, Corey, that even though you did not win that tournament, that is a historic bass fishing decision. It really is. Um, it's a classic, oh, it it's a textbook example. And, uh, and yeah, those, Hey, uh, that was, uh, Lynn, that was me stock and fighter, uh, yelling in the background, by the way. On yeah. The, on the- yeah. <laughs> Kudos being out there in the rain that day. I was saying, wow, that's something. <laughs> they had to tell me not to, not to use certain words. Cause I forgot we were on live. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. Pat. <laughs> no, I, I used code words and going forward. <laughs> the- <laughs> So you're a champion, Lynn. You are a bass fishing champion in Canada, and I need you to give your boy some champion advice. Advice from a champion on how to be a champion. Can you do that for us, Lynn? Yeah. Okay. Get off the hamburger so you can fit into your shirt. How's that? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, me and Fighter were just telling him he looked svelte. Like he lost yeah, a few. Well, I was just wondering if your camera was off or something. <laughs> he, he's one hamburger away from my wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to get winded out there. You can't be a champion winded, Cor. <laughs> hey, do you, do you see it for your son this year, Lynn? Absolutely, absolutely. It's coming down the pipe. I know. I know the hours. All these guys on the elites put in 12-hour, 14-hour days, and Corey and Chris do the same, and I can see it happening this year. I mean, He's been so close. It's Everybody's saying it, and it's kind of mm-hmm. one of the reasons, and I'm biased too because I, of course, want Corey to win a derb, but everybody's talking about that, that like 22 is Corey's year. I don't know if Corey knows that, but people are like, yeah, this is Corey's year. That guy's an animal. He's gonna, <laughs> he's, he's finally going to explode. <laughs> You know what I mean? But I know yeah. you hear the buzz, Lynn. You're around the bass and scene. You hear it? Yeah, yeah. It's it's coming down the pipe. I I know he's been talking about the different lakes, and every year they go to the States, they're learning something new, and every year it's getting better and better for them. And, and the uh, Garmin electronics now are so sophisticated that these these fish, they, they're – they're finding them. I mean, just like all the guys on the elites, they're finding them and they know how to catch them. So it's going to be a fun year. Yeah, what's uh, what's Corey's derb? What's his derb to win this year? 
Uh, you know what? Um, I'm going to go out on a limb okay. and say he said he didn't want to do Pickwick. I'm going to pick Pickwick. Gotcha. Okay. That's my yeah. feeling too. That's my gut too. I don't know why, yeah. but I, yeah. when I, when I, uh, when I close my eyes, my manifestation was pick. He, he, he said he doesn't like fishing around people, but I'm going to say he'll find uh he'll find a group of fish off somewhere and he's going to beat on them. Well, what's cool is he's going to win that one and St. Lawrence and win a hundred bucks from fighter. That hundred dollars from fighter will mean more to him than the, the uh, winning the Saint Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never spend that hundred ever. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> He'll have it bronzed in a gold smelting accident. Something. <laughs> 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 hey, uh, Lynn, are you are you coming to some derbs this year? You coming to the states? Uh, yeah, I'm going to get down to the U.S. Uh, um, I just don't know when. I'm, I'm going to make the classic for sure. And uh, I'll probably do a couple other ones just to get some sunshine, get some vitamin D into me. There you go. I'll, I'll be, I think I'm going to be out there for sure at the classic. So I'll see you again over there. Now, would we have an adult beverage down there? Yeah, I'm going to make sure you are set up well with tin cup. Uh, I hear you Canadians like the rye. Ooh, you're talking <laughs> dirty to me. <laughs> All that dirty talk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you know, Power Pole's been good to both of your sons. Yeah, I'll never, I'll never forget the call. We were down on Sturgeon Bay, and uh, they had only been fishing in the U.S. for a short time. And that call came to Corey, and we were in a cottage. And he got real serious from that phone call, went in the bedroom. When he come back out, he said, Power Pole wants to uh, sponsor me. Wow. And for us, being Canadians, that was huge. That was over the top. And, and how good they've been to Corey and Chris over the years, man, that's that's not something you see in Canada. They've believed That was you. the big eye-opener. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and what a phone call to get, Corey. It's like it kind of took you back. Wow. For sure. I mean... From a from a company like that, that's that's that well respected in the fishing industry. That was uh, that was a big step for sure. Yeah, man. I mean, in uh, in uh, in behind you all the way, a hundred percent. They a hundred percent. Yeah, they know the fishing game, and and they uh, they chose him. To me, that 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 was amazing. That was special. And 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 the bottom line is to as we see in all champions that Corey has an amazing support system his 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 wife carolyn and 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 you of course lynn and the, the boys and and chris and gosh i mean everybody it's uh it's, yeah you could tell there's a lot of love for Corey. you know yeah oh he he's got lots of support he knows that that's the nice thing when you can go and do your pre-fishing in tournaments and you don't have to worry about anything that's a nice frame of mind to have hey he's got a good hook set you see, you see them Pickwick things we put up on the social? Man, Corey's cracking them. Oh, oh, yeah. He goes crazy on those hook sets. Are you like that too, Lynn? Uh, absolutely. Is he like <laughs> that, Corey? Corey, is he, a, is he a snap setter? Or a leader? Yeah. When we, were, when we were growing up, like back when we used to flip cane and, and whatnot, it was mono way back in the day, and it was set the hook as hard as you can. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of, 
I don't know if it's braid, fluoro, whatever. <laughs> there's, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, there's just something amazing about the power that a bass fisherman feels from a kick-ass hook set. You know what I mean? Feels 100%. good. Yeah, it's just nothing like it, you know? It's like... Uh, and when you, when you crack it and it's a four or five pound fish and it doesn't move, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a gr great thing. It's like you've been kicking the sheets for an hour. You know what I mean, Lynn? Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Mucking the old barn for a whole hour and then I'll boom it up and boom. Six pounder. <laughs> right there. Right there. Corey Johnson uh, is uh, going to be a champion. That's the prediction. Absolutely. And um, I, we're, we're hoping we're going to see it in 22. So... And, uh, yeah, yeah, we're feeling good about it. Hey, uh, I'd put money on it. Yeah, uh, and so, yeah, and uh, I, I guess so did Fighter, so in another way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but let's, uh, you know, uh, the good people at Power Pole, speaking of Power Pole, are giving away to uh, a lucky viewer tonight a uh, Power Pole uh, fun pack, straight cash swag bag, fun pouch, full of, nice. uh, yeah, full of Power Pole stuff. Corey, did you get a winner? I did. It's uh, let me have a little look here. Yeah, take your take your time. We're gonna get you some uh, fanfare music. We'll get a yeah. Let's get Ginge. What do you want to do? Like, uh, we want to do drum roll, medieval. What should we do? Trumpets. Let's do the medieval. That sounds good, right, Lynn? The uh, yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, whenever you got it, Cor. I got it. All right. Hey, 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 hey. Corey Johnston with the winner of the Power Pole giveaway. The winner is Brandon DeBoard. Brandon DeBoard. There it is. All right, nice. man. Hey, that's awesome. All you got to do, Brandon, is uh, is uh, direct message Straycast Facebook page. Attention, Jake Haas. He's going to get Kurt Hill at uh, Power Pole the info, and they're going to send it right out to you. So, nice. Yeah. Pretty cool. Corey just made that guy's dreams come true. Perfect. I he, like won, it. he won a package from Corey Johnson in the hot tub. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that did not sound right, Corey. That did not sound good. That did not it's sound good. good. That's not it a good way good. to close a show. Uh, well, <laughs> hey, um, Corey, it's been a great time tonight. I hope you had fun. We always have fun. Yeah, man. And I mean, it's been a little different tonight. Usually we're just straight clowning, but we kind of covered all kinds of stuff, you know? We did. Yeah, man. And I, I appreciate it. And I really, my favorite part, uh, I'd be amiss if I didn't say that having your dad on was the favorite part of the show. You know what I mean? <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Bass Galaxy, give it up for, for Lynn Johnston, the legend, the Kenyatian legend. That's the guy right there. And, and Corey, the best of luck, bud. Knock him out in 22. We look forward to see you on plenty of Bass Live Top 10s. And, uh, of course, uh, I'll see you on the road to Happy Bass and Destiny, bud. All right, Pop. Thanks for having me, and uh, I'm sure we'll chat soon here in Florida. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up one more time for the Johnston father and son team right there. Corey from the hot tub and Lynn Johnston. Thanks, guys. Peace. See you now. There it Take is. Care. Good night. Corey, cool down time now. Cool down. All right. Cool down. Cool That's down nice time. Week. Cool down time of the physical therapy. There it is. Episode one, season seven, in the books. Stray Cass, the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show. Kaboom, kapow. We did it. We did this. Ginge remotely. How are you feeling, Ginge? Good. 
Andrew Ellenberger from the. You can uh, hear me. From I'm the there. Remote Straycast uh, headquarters. Ginge, it's been a uh, it's been a great first show. Was, I had fun time with Core. That was good. Yeah, and all the special guests and Lynn and and Gus and Seth and all that good stuff and Power Pole for for giving it away, giving it away, giving it away. Now, you know what I mean. Yep. Hey, next week on this uh, thin raft of bass fishing, we bring to you the annual visit of. Mark Johannes Zona. Darth Zona. Dark Zona from Michigan coming aboard. Also, uh, Pistol Pete from Omnia. We're going to do some kind of tackle talk. I don't want to call it tackle talk anymore. That's dumb. Everybody's calling it tackle. We got to call it something else. Like Sneaky Sneaks with Sneaky Pete or something. I just made up that now. But not that. Something else. Send me a message. Tell me what we should call the the Tackle Talk with Pete. Titillating, tantalizing Tackle Talk with Pistol Pete. Hey, uh, thank you very much to all our amazing sponsors uh, who make uh, make straight casts happen. Uh, of course, Crestliner Boats, Sims Fishing, TH Marine, Power Pole, Dakota Lithium, Omnia Fishing, Abu Garcia, Berkeley, KBD Line and Lure, Amphibia, War Eagle, Ichikawa. Ouch. Teamed with poisonously sharp deadly points alpha angler fishing bite me tackle tin cup whiskey yeah thanks to all of you all of you that make this show happen hey uh i'm pat renwick and andrew ellenberger we uh, bid you peace and we peace we bid you see you next week same bass time same bass channel straight cast the glorified version of a bass fishing talk show the people's proper bass and talk for the people, by the people. Peace, I'm out of here. Peace. Hello, everybody. I'm Bill Dance. No, just kidding. This is Pat. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to Straycast on iTunes and leave a review. Tell us what you think. Any feedback is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. Peace.